Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the final episode of this season one. What it's like being in foster care. Um, you know, I want to, before I get into today's video and discuss about today's topic, I want to obviously um, talk about season two. So season two, um, obviously, probably won't come out now for a month, okay, so... I'm looking to get season two out at some point um, in late February, um, early March. Um, season two, I'm looking to do it to be, again, another four-episode season, um, you know. Um, but hopefully this time with people who's actually been, other than myself, in care. Um, at least have one episode where I can get someone else, other than myself, um, to do a podcast with me. Um, and to talk about their experience. So, you know, obviously, that's um, season two. Um, you know, otherwise, season two is going to be more about the same, talking about certain topics um, that I've experienced whilst in care. Um, you know, there's plenty more things we can discuss about. You know, we've discussed really about this season the main topics, I feel. Um, and, you know, today's another topic you know, that is main topic, um, you know, really, so, yeah, um, anyway, time to get into today's episode, to- today's episode is coming back home, and what I mean by coming back home is how I returned or got back to my mother's home and got put back into my mother's care, now, obviously, um, to explain this one, we need to start to go towards really the end of 2016 and the start of 2017 so about around three or four years ago now um this all took place now what happened was obviously it's around november october time contact with my mother for whatever reason seemingly weren't happening um as they should be i should have been having contact at least once a month, um, you know, unfortunately, this sort of for whatever reason wasn't happening, um, social services were sort of mucking this up, but I wrote in a complaint, because obviously, um, at the end of the day, I felt there was a complaint necessary, you know, and I aired my views in that complaint, what I want, um, and what needs also to happen about the contacts, um, you know, this got then passed on to um my new social worker who would deal with the matter um robert um who got or received that email and then after that um you know rob spoke with me over the phone um we discussed the matters further um and basically he um arranged a contact for me on christmas or a couple of days before Christmas, um, he arranged me for, well, he paid for me to go back on the coach, he took me down in his car, um, you know, later on that evening, I'd have to go back on the coach, return to, um, Retford, um, basically, and, but it was my first ever independent contact where it was non-supervised, so no one was there, like, let's say, to monitor things, like, as in what we'd do, like, no one could, 
uh, monitor our conversations, if that makes sense. So, you know, it was basically the first unsupervised um, contact um, I've had um, during my time in care. Now, after that, um, you know, we discussed further plans, um, you know, and we also set it up um, basically where I could stay a weekend um, in care, basically, um, which was obviously um, a weekend in care, sorry, a weekend at my mother's, um, you know, so I could, let's say, go down on the Friday on the coach and then return um, on the basically Sunday or the Monday, basically, um, on the coach again. Um, which was good. So basically go down for a couple of days. Then after that, after I went down for a couple of days, um, you know, to see my mother, we'd come back home or come back to Retford again. Um, and then obviously, um, we then eventually talked about the possibility of returning home, you know, a couple of months prior. And eventually I actually returned home to my mother. It all got passed. Um, you know, had one final um, IRO or LAC meeting um, with my IRO officer, Karun. Uh, and then I think two weeks later, um, I was back home permanently living with my mother. Um, you know, basically. So, you know, quite frankly, um, it took the best part of four months once I got a new social worker to return home to my mother um now that wasn't the end of the line once returned home um i was basically given a new social worker called um ashley i still um currently live at home with my mother um by the way um i'm only 19 okay just to let you know um but yeah you know obviously once um returned home that wasn't the end of the process basically what happened then um later well in 2018 in january um my mother went to court um in agreement this time with social services to remove the care order that was on me um at the time um that was obviously the order that placed me in care in the first place in foster care that is um and then obviously after that um pretty simple that was it. That was the end of the line. My involvement with social services was finally indeed done and dusted and it was over then. That was it. That was all, um, well, that was the situation done and dusted. That was basically over. My, uh, or one chapter in my life, um, done and yeah. So really, I, don't really know really what much to add. When obviously um I got my first contact, I was very actually happy. Obviously, it's a bit weird, you know, because usually contacts, you know, when I had that first independent sup- unsupervised contact, it was very weird because contacts are usually supervised and usually only last for two hours. But to last for, I think, around five or six hours was so much different. It felt like, you know... I was already home in that sense, like, you know, um, yeah, as I say, it was very, very different, um, to obviously returning, um, well, it felt like going back to Jill, oh, going back to, um, my foster carer, um, was very different, um, yeah, 
or going back to Retford, you know what I mean? Um, and then, obviously, um, then when I got my first weekend, even that felt, again, different. Like, you know, really, really did feel completely different to, I don't know, been taken away. Like, you know, it felt like something I wanted for a long time in the making, and it happened in the end. So, yeah, you know, I was really, really happy, of course, um, going through all the emotions at the time. Um, happiness, of course, um, was the main one. Um, yeah, not a moment of regret, actually, um, living back home with my mother, because at the end of the day, the way I see it, your mother's your mother. You've only got one birth mother, one family um, and, you know, I think it was wrong either way, social services, okay, to take myself particularly um, away into care. Like, I felt like the reason, and still stand by the reason, um, was wrong. And that's why I'm living back home with my mother, in not in protest, but, you know, obviously, because I know that reasoning was wrong. And when you know something's wrong, you don't let people tell you what to do in life, you know, a load of cods wallop, if, you know, you're in care for the right reason, okay, fine, okay, I advise, you know, many people to be in care if they're in care for the right reason, you know what I mean, like, I don't believe a parent should be able to abuse their child, but my mum didn't do that, and that's the difference between my mum and someone who does, my mum, okay, she didn't have a greatest financial situation, I'm not gonna lie, I come from family where really we just live on what we live on to get by um we're an ordinary family if that makes sense we may have our ups or downs but at the end of the day we're ordinary now these people who are in authority i don't think they understand what ordinary actually means to some degree because ordinary means okay um you know getting by i believe i believe ordinary means you know not being rich because most of us aren't rich but these people who are let's say working as police particularly police social workers or carers they don't understand that meaning of ordinary especially social workers and i feel police officers i feel like that's why there's such a big disconnect between um us police officers and majority um of us you know because ordinary is about, you know, being human. Everyone makes mistakes. Absolutely everyone. And, you know, everyone, okay, has different interpretations on life. Like, I believe, you know, life um, is meant to be peaceful. It's meant to be, though, also lived at the same time. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a great feeling when I returned home to my mother. Um, best feeling in the world. I can't really say any more to that, really. Absolute brilliant feeling returning home to your family. Um, and it doesn't feel the same. Unlike care, okay, you could go out, but you have to be in at a certain time. With my mother, I could go out and go out until whatever time, but I respected to be back um, at a reasonable time. For instance, I wouldn't go out till 12 o'clock at night. You know, don't get me wrong, definitely not. I'd come in at a reasonable time at night. And, you know, that's how it should be, okay? I do agree, like, you know, you should come in at reasonable times at night. I don't believe you should be out until, I don't know, midnight. But at the end of the day, the way I see it, I respected my mother more than I do respected the carer. The carer, 
I have no reason to respect as authoritative figure, if that makes sense. She's not, um, this Kara wasn't my mother, never will be my mother, if that makes sense. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, um, quite ridiculous, really. Um, but yeah, neither here or there. At the end of the day, um, what more can I say? I think I've said enough on this one. Um, I've explained to you how I got back to my mother, um, I think, and I've explained to you um, the feeling of what it was like to come back to my mother. As I say, it was a great, great feeling, um, or a good feeling, certainly. So, yeah, thank you for watching. Until next time, folks, have a great day. Until then, see you next time.